First off, I'd like to say, rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. We appreciate you. Episode one was about fear, trauma, courage, uh, proper preparation for fear and what fear actually is. How fear truly starts in your mind. Um, You are the creator of your own fear, your experiences, um, your own trauma, your own uh, lack of action and proactivity. This episode is going to bridge off of that. It will be different. It's going to be something that I want to touch on um, that I'm not like clinically, you know, licensed to touch on. But shit, fuck it. Check it out. Almost every person I know is suffering from PTSD. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, or, you know, that's the, the diagnosed name, you know, scientific name for it. I'm not saying everyone has been dished off to other countries to fight an actual war or anything like that. Um, I'm not saying that everyone's been sent to a psychiatric treatment and, you know, is getting medicated for PTSD. I'm not saying that there's not an actual disorder called PTSD that they medicate and that they have all types of fundings and patents for. It's definitely not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is everyone is suffering from PTSD, most specifically black people, the African diaspora, the African diaspora, more specifically in the United States of America. There's a phantom number of men and women in the African diaspora who have been sexually assaulted with absolutely no healing. Countless young men and women who see homicide, addiction, at a first-hand basis daily. Countless men and women, boys and girls, who witness rape and sexual assault and are subjugated to being silent generationally these traumas and similar traumas plague my diaspora and are pepper and are perpetuated year after year after year this is a generational thing and it's adopted with more and more negative energy than the generation before And it's adopted with less tools and less preparation and less actual truth and information to overcome these traumas. There is a traumatized state of being that the world is existing in, more specifically, my African diaspora and melanated humans. It is a state of oppression, depression and melancholy. Some of the most common symptoms of PTSD are detachment from others, flashbacks, nightmares, uh, avoiding reminders or, you know, re-triggering that trauma, insomnia, uh, memory loss, lazy or a lack of motivation, aggression. (laughs) This is the anxiety and depression 
Association of America. This is from the Anxiety and Depression Association of America dot org. A-D-A-A dot org. Truthfully, when I read that, I feel as if I'm I'm listening to a commercial talking about one of the medicines for, you know, nerve pains or uh, or multiple sclerosis or, you know, diabetes or weight loss or, you know, even dry skin. Most of these commercials and these pharmaceuticals have the exact same, quote unquote, side effects or, quote unquote, symptoms. They're dealing with your nerves. They're dealing with who you actually are, with with what's inside of you. So when I when I read these things about PTSD and I experience my life, I observe my friends. I observe my family. I record and pay attention to my history and to my family's history. You know, it becomes pretty obvious. Nearly every human I've encountered and you've encountered has PTSD. And we all have different coping mechanisms based upon our core values and our core developments. How properly are we prepared to deal with our everyday obstacles? I mean, let's be real with it. We're addicted to trauma. We wake up, we watch the news, it's traumatizing. We go to work, we slave all day to figure out if we'll have enough money to pay these bills and to live a life that we enjoy, that we could provide for somebody else. That's stressful. Stress is traumatizing if it's not properly expressed. We grow up, we get ourselves all together to try to find a wife or try to find a husband or something like that, and it's it's traumatizing. There's no organized marriage. We're trying to fall in love and we're competing with everybody else out there who might have more than us. It's traumatizing. We watch Big Brother, Big Sister on TV where the government or the, you know, the producers are watching everyone and keep them trapped inside of a house. They're going nuts because it's traumatizing. Everything's traumatizing. Let's really talk about it. If you're a black man in America, you wake up and you walk outside. It's traumatizing. I wake up to go take my garbage out. The nigga next door walk outside at the same time. I see him. I try to speak to him. He don't speak back. Shit, that's traumatizing. He might have been traumatized before he walked outside. He might have been traumatized completely different when he was a youngster because he grew up in Milwaukee or, or Mississippi somewhere where he had to actually strap a 22 on his ankle just to walk to second grade. Who knows? His traumas are different than my traumas. But it's all traumatizing. And if we don't have the funds... The insurance, the actual legal representation of money to represent our virtue, most of our traumas don't get dealt with. They get they get grossly neglected. And then the PTSD, quote unquote, symptoms that I just read off to you simply become a symphony of who you are in your everyday life becomes a symphony of how you move. It becomes a symphony of how you interact with other people. It becomes a symphony of how people perceive you. It becomes a culture. That culture is adopted. That culture can be capitalized upon. 
that culture can be exploited. All because these symptoms were grossly neglected. Because of trauma that was never truly dealt with. So. I stand firm in my my position. I truly believe everyone's dealing with PTSD. When women have babies. 90% of these young women go home. And have PTSD because they don't know what they're doing. Because they were grossly neglected on the true. Intuitive. And. Gathered knowledge. Of how to take care of themselves and a child. This is why they give them formula. This is why they give them simulat. Because our young women don't understand that life comes through their body. That breast milk is all these children need. Because it will heal the mother and it will help nourish and heal that child. This is a gross neglect. That is trauma. These young girls are traumatized. One of these young girls has a baby. She gets home. She don't even have a man to help her take care of it. I'm not knocking this young man because he was traumatized. He never seen a father because his father was removed from him. Because the only way his mother could afford rent is if she was on Section 8 or if she had some type of government assistance. And that government assistance ensured that that young man's father could not be in the home. So that young man's father was subjugated to slinging rocks on the street. Now he's in prison. This is trauma. These are systematic traumas. This is a symphony of traumas. So I repeat, I stand firm. I believe my African diaspora, especially in the United States, is constantly in a state of trauma. I call it PTSD because each person has their own individual link or or nod to this trauma. But this is all a collective consciousness of trauma. We are in a collective state of trauma. Oppression, depression, melancholy. I grew up playing football. I've got my fair share of knots in this traumatic timeline. I've induced a lot of trauma. I've endured a lot of trauma. Uh, I've gone through a lot of trauma that still isn't completely healed. Man, if anyone knows trauma, it's, it's a football player. Or a black woman, a black single mother, truthfully. But the thing about trauma is, like I said, it becomes addicting. It, it becomes woven into who you believe you are. And we start making excuses for our trauma. And our trauma has symptoms that become our behaviors. And we make excuses for those symptoms that are reflected as behaviors. And that becomes dangerous and cancerous to us and anyone who loves us. This is why it's important to know what trauma is and not not just avoid trauma, but to deal with trauma and heal it. There's a, there was this, oh gosh, I can't quite remember the exact reference or, or who it was, but there was something I heard and this was years ago. I was a kid. It might've even been in church, but there was something I heard about 
black people being the most spiritual humans. And this is why black churches were so attractive to everyone. You know, everyone wants to come to black churches. They might be afraid, but they all love it. And they, the music, the rhythm, the, the spirit, the communion, all of it is amazing in black churches. And it made me think when I was a kid, you know, like, wow, why were black people slaves? And through years of random questions and brainstorming and experiences of myself, I connected that dot again. Black people were, quote unquote, subjugated to the transatlantic slave trade because we are spiritual people. We are highly intuitive conduits of the most high. We're spiritual people, but for a long time, we've been denounced as people who endure pain completely differently. Hence, James Marion Sims, the quote-unquote father of gynecology. Oh, yeah, he's famous, real famous, for kidnapping young black girls, mutilating, raping, and killing them, and telling people in published articles and books that black people did not feel pain the same way. I only reference this monster of a human just so people know that it's commonplace, especially in these United States of America. It's commonplace. It's it's accepted fact. It's the foundation of who and what America is to exploit and ignore black people's pain. That very pain works on our nerves it is our nerves it's a reflection of our core of our central nervous system it's a direct reflection of our central nervous system those nerves are are fueled by melanin as well melanin concentrated hormones so the reason we think black folks are spiritual humans is because black folks are spiritual humans. Extremely intellectual, intuitive, spiritual humans. So our pain is exploited and marketed. That spirituality we know is directly correlated to our melanin. And is directly correlated to the state of deep depression that we are in as a collective people. All right, here's my chance to hit you all with a little bit of vocabulary and etymology. The word melancholy. I love that word. It was actually a, a favorite word of mine when I was a youngster before I really grasped what it really was about. The word melancholy if you were to look it up, it would say something like a deep state of depression or sadness or, you know, something like that. Pay attention to the word and let's break it down for what it is. Melon. Collie. Melancholy. Is stems from the Greek word melancholia, which literally breaks into two parts. 
melon, dark or black, and colia, bile, which means bile. Let's go a bit further. Bile, when I look in the, into the etymology of bile, bile was actually what old scientists, old white scientists, of course, said was one of the four humor, humorous fluids. There was bile, uh, there was blood and you know, something else. But there were four humorous fluids that controlled all humans. This is what they thought back in the day. The The bile is what was excreted from like your kidneys and stuff like that. This is the reason why, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, you got bad kidneys, stuff like that. Most people who go through, uh, you know, kidney failure and shit like that become very aggressive. They come, they become very sad and very aggressive. But bile, the root of bile is bilis, is Latin, B-I-L-I, I mean, I'm sorry, B-I-L-I-S, bilis, bilis, it's Latin, it means to praise, to praise, melon means dark or black, bile, bilis means to praise. To praise the darkness. You have to actually praise the melanin within you. To be in a state of depression is a state of suffrage. In order to suffer means you long for something that you don't have at that moment. We long to be praised as melanin gods. But that has to start with praising oneself. How do we praise ourselves? You eat well. You take care of yourself. You practice what you preach. You keep your word because word is bond. Word is physical, chemical, and spiritual bond. It's very important to keep your word. You exercise daily habits that are going to that are going to propel you into positive situations you we have to make sure that we keep our environment healthy for us which means we have to move ourselves around if our environment is unhealthy or we have to make sure that we pick and choose the people we want in our lives and we don't just settle for anything it's very important to praise your blackness this is melancholy this is a constant state of melancholy So when I'm hearing these elders talk about their nerve pains, their fibromyalgia, I automatically compute that to how can I praise you? How can I uplift you? How can I empower you? Because if I can empower you, it can alleviate the anxiety and the nervous tension that is playing out in our core, our central nervous system. I can help somebody sleep better at night. I can help somebody get over a depressive state that they were in. Sometimes all we need is to be praised. This is melancholy. This is the part where I know I'm going to lose some people. Especially my good old black folks who think that melanin is about being a black man or a black woman. Let me break this down real quick. See, melanin is an intelligence. 
Melanin is dark matter. I'll spin it straight that way. Melanin is dark matter. Melanin is the intelligence that helps create and perpetuate bone marrow so that when we have children, those children celestials come out with the bone marrow from their father or their mother or their grandparents. This is how ancestral history continues. Melanin is deep within the bone marrow. Melanin is deep within the brain tissues. Melanin is deep within the skin. Melanin is deep within the organs. You see where I'm going with this? Melanin is very, very integral in the makeup of being a human, being a living creature. Animals have melanin. Plants have melanin. Yeah, chlorophyll. Come on now. <laughs> when we look at these plants and they're green, and then we walk up and we rip a piece of that of that leaf off, and we see it turn brown, that's because melanin is activated. The melanin activates to heal that plant so that it doesn't die from the rest of the from the exposure that it has. When somebody gets a cut on their leg and it heals, trust and believe, melanin must be activated for that to heal. But these are sciences that most of us aren't privy to because most of us have been, of course, you know, educated in the United States school system. <laughs> what a joke there. But seriously, when I speak melanin, I'm not just talking about my my niggas with, with big noses and coily hair. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, all praise be to us. But I'm going to be 100 percent real here. Caucasian people have melanin as well. Every race on this planet has melanin. Melanin comes in a variety of ways. Understand. Black people have melanin that's very deep. Understand this is also a reason why we are in a very deep depressive state. Caucasians have melanin. I understand that. This is why they are also in a very depressive state. Black people and Caucasians are directly correlated. Yes, here in America, we are directly, directly correlated. The melanin activated in us is going to irritate the melanin activated in those Caucasian people. Because it is all founded on the lies that none of us want us to know the truth about. It's about the origins of who we are as human. But most of us are. Or for lack of better phrases, whitewashed and Christianized. Which means we completely take intellect and intuition and our own personal experiences out of the loop. Therefore makes us ignorant. We ignore the truth. We are all melanin creatures. Yeah. Yeah. There are some of us who are original, aboriginal, melanin, human, hue, men. And there are some of us who are, for lack of better phrases, artificial intelligent human. Who have been prolonged and are recessive. That doesn't mean they're less human. It simply means they have to understand who they are, their origins, so that they can live abundantly. But enough of that. I'm glad that I was able to touch on a few things. 
about trauma. And I'm glad that I was able to touch on uh, the word melancholy. You know, that's that's an important word. Uh, you know, I, I really I really hope to see people use it and understand what it means. Break these words down. You know, I'm a nerd when it comes to the etymology of word. I'm a nerd when it comes to just research and investigating things. Break these words down and work hard to figure these things out. Much love to everybody. Rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. Wakanda forever. I appreciate whomever took the time out to listen. Please subscribe to my podcast. Hashtag reflect that. Tell a friend. uh, Tell an accomplice. Tell an enemy. Just tell some people. Let's have a conversation. If you have anything that you want to chime in on, feel free to message me on Instagram. Run it Simba. R-U-N-N-I-T underscore S-I-M-B-A. Run it Simba. Let me know what you're thinking, man. In a time like this, remember everything you do. Empower yourself. Remember, run that.